Whether you in a car, room, office, or toes. Byron in the morning, got to talk for all the... Back into it. Back First again. of all, can we talk about how fast this season's flying? It's about to be week yeah. five? I can't, I can't believe that. I we just recall we opening week. Game. We did get an extra game, but flying, flying by. I, Fantasy season feels like it's, you know, slipping away at my fingertips right now. This is the this is where seasons are made right here. Four or five games in. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take the bandaid off real quick and tell the people what happened. Just take I gotta off. stop. I gotta stop talking about my fantasy team if I keep losing. <laughs> I mean, someone's gotta give. Someone's gotta change. So someone's gotta this give. This might be the last week that I talk about my fantasy. I'll gladly talk football and fantasy, but my fantasy team. Shit, if we don't get a win this week, we're in trouble. I got myself another dub. I'm feeling feeling good. Three and one. Pat Mahomes is carrying the team. Um, some tough injuries though. Some tough injuries that I think we should talk about right away. That's got I know a couple of fancy owners scared right now. I mean, Montgomery's got to be the first guy that comes to mind. Uh, yeah, David Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. True workhorse, and that hurts. Here's both parties here. Some mutual hurt. Tough and like. Damian Williams, obviously, first guy, first guy up. They did announce Justin Fields is going to be the permanent starter, which yeah. is good. But are are the Bears any good? Can you still trust Damian Williams? Obviously, Khalil Herbert's going to play a little bit more. I don't know if he has fantasy value. Williams probably does if he gets the Montgomery workload. But I don't know. It's tough to touch. It's very tough to touch. And like I said, it's not a good handicap like you were saying, like you were saying for losing a guy like Montgomery. And then you also lose, we must have jinxed this guy last week, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's out for a few yeah. weeks as well. Looking good. Two of the better running backs who's been most consistent week to week, we lose. And both running backs have very iffy handicaps. We did. Handcuffs, handcuffs. We did get a little bit of good news about, you know, Joe Mixon. There's a lot of running back injuries. I mean, McCaffrey, Chris Carson's health is questionable. It's uh, – Josh Jacobs just got back, and he's still kind of Sanders, I think, is questionable. There's there's some people that are just kind of banged up. It's early in the season, less preseason games, probably more less reps. It's tough right now, and there's not a lot of good handicaps, like you said. Uh, I think Alex Collins is one that comes to mind. Seattle offense that runs a lot. He's been in that offense for a while. He's the guy that can step up. Uh, The Bengals, I don't know what I'm touching. Samaj P. Ryan, Chris Evans, who's going to get the carries? Or are they just going to go, you know, air raid? Yeah, man. Chicago's a scary team for you. I know we don't want to rush into the week uh, duds yet, so we'll stay on the injuries. You also lose DJ Chark at receiver this week. Yeah. Done for the season, unfortunately, with the injury that he just suffered. Um, where do you go in an offense like Jacksonville? You know, there was it, it was hit or miss as far as the receivers go, and DJ Chark is one of the only guys I feel on that team that you could trust week in and week out. Marvin Jones isn't producing what he typically does for the fantasy users. And, yeah, uh, or what he was doing uh, week one and two. And LaVisca hasn't really come out to play. James Robinson's been okay He's been at solid, best. all right. He's been solid. He's been solid. Some questions to raise as well in that Jacksonville um, offense as, as far as some waiver wire pickups um, of kind of where do you go next, though, in, in that regards. Yeah, I mean, it's probably best that you maybe avoid Jacksonville offense just because they we don't see them scoring a lot of points or having a lot of red zone opportunities James Robinson probably your your top guy and then if you need a receiver if you're in a three receiver league or something and you need a LaVisca or, or Marvin Jones to start I think that's fine 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not touching any anything crazy. You know, I'm not going to the third receiver. I'm not picking up Dan Arnold or anything like that. Well, despite all the tough injuries we got um, in week four, there was some exceptional performances, though. And I know you're dying to talk about Cordell Patterson. What a it's ins- I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I am 100% shocked in Cordell Patterson and what he's done for the Falcons. It was Falcons, awesome. Fantasy-wise. Awesome. You got to you gotta really be kind of pissed, though, if you drafted Calvin <laughs> Ridley and Kyle Pitts, especially because you probably took Pitts pretty early, thinking like – Took Pitts very early. No, no Julio. Who else is going to You, t- you took Calvin as probably t- one of the first six or seven receivers drafted, honestly. You were huge oh, on Calvin Ridley with no Julio Jones. Mike Davis was definitely taken as a starting running back at that team. And surprisingly, he's actually been a decent flex play. He's getting you a good floor floor of eight and a max of 11 or 12. So me at a flex spot, if you can give me eight points every week guaranteed, it's not the worst possible start. But, man, Cordell Patterson, I know he broke some hearts this weekend and made some fantasy teams day. Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City figured it out. Tyreek Hill had himself a monster game. I know he wants somebody of fantasy. Yeah, and Eckler. Austin Eckler, Monday Night Football, scoring two. He looked incredible. Two big ones. Two big ones. He looked really really good. Like, top three running back in the NFL good. I don't know if it's that offense, but... Yeah, the, the Chargers are, are are not joking around this year. I think they're they're here to take some hearts. Eckler looks so good. I had a friend in one of my other leagues text me regretting the trade that we did because I traded Christian McCaffrey for uh, Josh Jacob and, and Austin Eckler. And he's just like, man, that trade's not looking that great for me right now. No, not at all. <laughs> not I'm, at all. I'm just regretting not taking Eckler in the draft, going Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why, but, yeah, really regretting it right now. Could be a costly decision down the road. Could be very costly, very costly. Yeah. I know you're dying to talk about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not a great fantasy performance for nope. many players. Grind it out. But your boy Tom got it done. It's not a game you want to see for fantasy watchers, but it was probably the biggest game of the year. I mean, yeah, so much media, so much attention. That was another Super Bowl, honestly, because Brady had to win that game. Brady had to, you know, beat all 32 NFL franchises. Had to get the passing record, but most importantly, he had to do it in Boston on that night. And it was ugly, it was raining, but they got it done. It was very ugly. I know Godwin cost a lot of people some fantasy matchups. I was huge on Antonio Brown starting this week. I just knew he'd have a monster game going back to Foxborough for the first time. Couldn't haul it in. Could not haul in the beautiful pass by Tom. That was, yeah. a, that was the one I thought I was going to get from him. That was the one – everyone knew A.B. would give you one deep route, just didn't know if he'd catch it or not. Um, no, but short. How, uh, how surprised have you been by Leonard Fournette? I think the story coming in was, you know, there's Fournette, yes, but there's Ronald Jones. They just brought in Giovanni Bernard. Fournette's been that guy. Man, what? I'm about to cut Ronald Jones on my team. I have Ronald Jones. I drafted him as, like, my fifth running back, but thinking, you know, I have – great starters everywhere and I can trade Ronald Jones and stuff. Leonard Fournette has ran away with that backfield. Gianni Bernard might even have more value than Ronald Jones at this point. I think he's hurt right now though. Yeah, he is. is. But, you know, Jones is still one snap away from being the lead back in in Tampa Bay. 
So we can we can we can hit up some duds, and then I, I want to talk to you about some waiver wires because I mentioned one step away as a Clyde. Ronald player. Jones is a complete free agent in my league. <laughs> a complete. I already did cut him actually. That's how Gone. that's how pissed I was. See ya. But I was gonna say, as a Clyde owner, are you are you handcuffing with Darrell Williams? He's getting some some volume now, and uh, are you concerned as a Clyde owner? I mean, I know you were already iffy on starting him, but can you start him now? He's been okay. He's been pretty good since we kind of saw him fumble twice. I, I I think that I would still personally keep him in the running back two three range. Personally, I just lost Montgomery, so yeah. Clyde's at a spot where he's I need him now. I got Aaron Jones. So Clyde's going to have to pick up a lot of slack with Montgomery leaving. And that is what scares me because the volume for Clyde is nowhere near what I was getting from Montgomery. So that's that's a lot more risky. You do like Clyde in the receiving game a little bit. Yeah, when they they get to him. but When they get to him, but I just don't – Mahomes is not a quarterback that's looking left and right much. Many quarterbacks, they get panicked. They drop off to their tight guy. He dump. dropped his dumps are to Travis Kelsey, who can catch over two, and right. Tyreek Hill, who's the fastest guy on the field. So that's what his dumps are. Throw it up far as I can, Tyreek, go get it, or no one's going to catch it. Throw it up as high as I can, Travis, go get this, or no one's going to go get this. Yep. So it's exactly. kind of a different situation. So I, Clyde owners, if he was, if you drafted Clyde as your number one running back this year, you're still not happy. No, you're you're struggling right now for sure. Yeah, and- you're definitely struggling. How thin it's been at running back, you can't really probably afford to bench him just because who else are you going to start? You know, yeah. Latavius Murray, or you got to decide between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're How doing. do you pick that one? That's That's been the toughest one. I didn't touch those running backs due to my hatred for trying to figure out who to play. Yeah. I And it's not like Cleveland where you can play both running backs consistently. You know, Hunt owners have no problem starting him. And no. I don't think I don't think if you're Zach Moss or Devin Singletary owner, you have confidence starting either one of them. <laughs> because Zach Josh Allen is going to get all Moss of it. Has been the better running back so far, and I think yeah. it might be only a matter of time before he takes that kind of rollover. But yeah. they split carries, they split volume, and I don't know. It might come down to red zone, and it's been Zach Moss recently. Let's talk about some guys that are kind of. Uh... Kind of scaring us, getting us to the C. point. C.D. Lamb is killing us, Myron. Getting us to the point we're about to pull the plug. We're just getting worried, you know. Um, C.D. Lamb, Robert, Robert Woods, Woods Allen yeah. Robinson. Allen Robinson should probably I, – I saw a stat on ESPN. And Allen's is scaring me the most. Allen Robinson is the most traded person right now because of where you drafted him. The situation him, where you is. drafted him, yeah. You, you got to be a little optimistic with fields coming in now, thinking it's going to be a little better. You can at least – throw the ball down the field, but I don't know. We saw a lot of Darnell Mooney, but you don't like without, Montgom- without Montgomery, you got to think Allen Robinson is going to get seven to 10 chances at least per game. But can you start him again? So this is yes. week five yeah. of Allen Robinson starters. Do you start Allen Robinson again week five? It's week three with fields, right? So fields got like a half a game and then. Yeah. But if, if you're an owner, you definitely have started him every game before this. Yeah, you're just you know, because he's a you're gonna wide receiver. Who, who are you going to play in front of him? Jamison Crowder? Like, maybe Corey Davis? I I don't know. I mean, at, at what point do you accept that a Hunter Renfro is actually fantasy-wise better than an Allen Robinson? Is it like, an, you know? Like, that's because you, you haven't seen the, 
You haven't seen the big Allen Robinson game we're accustomed to. We, we haven't seen a decent. Point game. He hasn't got him on the six. So, all right, let me, let me name some receivers. You tell me who you're starting. This is going to be tough. Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to start Allen Robinson's too. Okay. okay. <laughs> Michael, Michael Pittman Jr. I like Michael Pittman. He could probably get the start. His, All right. I like Pittman. His targets are there. Big target guy. Besides DeAndre Hopkins, any Cardinals receiver? AJ Green, no. Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. You trust in any of those guys? So no. I think, I mean, Sammy Watkins, like, I think it comes down to it, and you're probably going to have to. Start him. I, I, Jacoby Myers is the guy I'd probably start over Allen Robinson because Jacoby Myers has that floor, and you need to see it out of Allen Robinson. His targets, Jacoby's the targets are there. Yeah. I, I really don't think you're going to probably, if you have Allen Robinson, have the luxury to, to bench him unless it's a small league or, or you're just loaded at receiver. Unfortunate. Definitely the highest trade traded player right now. It makes sense. Try to try to get what you can for it at this point. Hopefully you got an owner out there that's still hoping that he's a wide receiver one. Like you said, C.D. Lamb, does he bounce back this week against the New York Giants draw? I think. You assume with no Michael Gallup that it would be the C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper show. And they've just been so balanced. It's been the Cooper show. It's been the tight ends. Tight ends are getting a lot of work. Martin Schultz and Tony Pollard. I don't know. I mean, you got to be – excited about the Cowboys offense because they're very explosive. They're going to score a lot of points. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time. Time. CD Lamb is such an explosive athlete, such a, you know, fast, good route runner. He's going to pop off, right? So we're starting CD Lamb. We're still starting Allen Robinson. Robert Woods. That's a guy. Arizona's best game of the season, finally. Six targets, four catches. He finally got him a TD. But that know. Rams offense, man, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cupper, man, they're like they're like Tom Brady Edelman. They are... And Van Jefferson's very involved. Henderson back now. They're running the ball. Higby's a little banged up, so I think that could probably impact Woods' value. Hopefully so, because Robert Woods was definitely a player people would take took as a wide receiver too. You know, with, on, like, with, with, with high offense. upside. Yep, with high exactly. upside, with the second wide receiver in a gigantic offense. And those numbers just haven't been there as far as, you know, a must start that you thought you were going to get out of him. What about DK Metcalf? I mean, you know, he's been pretty shaky. He hasn't had that monster DK game that yeah. we saw last year. It's too much Tyler, man. Too much Tyler. And DK's been fine. He still get. He still only had one week he's under not, 10 points. He's not, he's not hurting you. Yeah, he's definitely not hurting anybody. Um, you know, he's still getting his targets are there, which you always look at the target. He's still getting eight to nine targets a game. So you, yeah. you gotta you gotta like that for the upside. And the Seattle Seahawks offense has not been its best this season. That's how I look at it. Russell has yeah. not been as good as he should have as, as he could be. O line is struggling a little bit, and they're down some rushers right now. Rashad Penny hasn't suited up and don't think he will. So they got some running issues over there. I think you end up seeing better DK Metcalf. I still think Tyler Lockett is going to be the best fantasy receiver this year. Sorry, Tyreek Hill. But um, I, I think Metcalf is still a wide receiver, too, and still has the upside to become a wide receiver one with his targets. Well, while we're on the topic of, you know, wide receivers and who's going to finish at the end of the uh at the end of the year, I think Stephon Diggs was the number one receiver last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I just, in my league, saw a trade. It was straight up. 
The team really needed a running back. Stephon Diggs is their keeper. Diggs for Swift. DeAndre Swift, uh, he's been pretty involved in the Lions offense. He's been good. He's been, you know, involved. But is that Lions offense going to give you enough? Like, the Bills can score 30, 40 each week. The Lions are struggling to score 20. But the volume for Swift is is what you like. Because um, Diggs is, is, is not a volume receiver. He's yeah. a touchdown getter. He's going to get you some touchdowns, which is why he had so many great fantasy points last year. But I really don't look at, at, at Stefan Diggs on that roster, at least, as a 9, 10, 11 reception guy. I, I look at him as more of a 6, 5. If he gets a touchdown, he made a great fantasy week for you because of the – The way they spread it around. The way they spread around so much. And Josh Allen is going to – yeah, Josh is going to run for one. One of the running backs are going to run for one. Don't know who. P.S., you should go ahead and get Dawson Knox from the uh, the tight end for sure. He's definitely yeah. a must-start right now for the Buffalo Bills. Um, but, yeah, it's so much going on in Buffalo. I think that's a pretty good trade for DeAndre Swift, especially in a running back. Whew, it's tough to find yeah. a running back right now. And I think I think he started Kyle Juszczyk, you know, so <laughs> – He's yeah, really he's four and zero. You're praying for a touchdown from Kyle, Melvin Gordon, and Kyle Uzcheck, and he turns Stephon Diggs into DeAndre Swift. So, uh, shout out to him. Good trade to to move. fix up your running back room a little bit. I don't think he's done. Um, but yeah, I I lost Montgomery. I had to pick up Michael Carter, so I wasn't at the luxury to be able to trade for uh, DeAndre for Swift. running back one. You know, but. <laughs> I'm hoping Michael Carter and the Jets have, have turned a little corner. I think they're they're playing tough. They, they're playing hard for Salah. The defense has been pretty good. So if Zach Wilson can kind of just each week get a little better, Michael yeah. Carter each week get a little better, then, you know, by week eight, nine, I can start this guy and be confident because that's and what I'm going to need to. Yeah, and you mean you got a good matchup this weekend against the Falcons in London. He could be a fall in the end zone type of guy this week. Um, but some other uh, people you target on the waiver wires, you know, definitely looking at Damian Williams, like we talked about, and LaVisca. Um, my number one guy that I was getting every lead, honestly, was Dawson Knox. I was yeah. I was all over it because we've been always talking about trying to find these tight ends. And uh, he's looking consistent as far as the volume he's going to get. Um, a big red zone threat. I love what you can get out of um, out of Dawson Knox there as a Buffalo tight end. And um, That's fine. I'm pretty upset. I'm not sure what you're going to get out of uh, Sammy Watkins still. I'm not really sure how that's going over there. Every other week, I'm like in and out on if I should pick him up or let him go. Pick him right back up or not. <laughs> However, while we're on this topic, I must apologize to who you should pick up on waivers, AJ Green. He must have got to listen to the episode. Loki won't tell nobody. He hasn't confirmed it yet. But he had himself a game last week. And which makes the game the week before that not a fluke. And now yeah. AJ, AJ Green's had back-to-back great games, 112 yards in week four, 67 in the touchdown in week um in uh, week three and four. He's he's balling right now. AJ's looking like the number two. Man, option. he was rotting away in Cincinnati. And unlike, you know, Kelvin Johnson, who caught it quits a little early probably, AJ got out of there. He's enjoying the Arizona sun. And finally, he's probably getting a little more comfortable in the offense getting a little bit more chemistry with Tyler Murray. And I think we can see the, the AJ green that we saw five years ago, maybe not at the level that he was producing at was a number one receiver, but he doesn't have to be a number one receiver. They have Deandre Hopkins. They have Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore. They have weapons. 
AJ Green's got to be AJ Green. And I think AJ that's all Green's, the Cardinals need. That's all they need. And probably for the first time in a decade, he's getting one-on-one matchups. It's just him. It's yeah. just him in the corner. He's not getting help over the top anymore because DeAndre's got all that stuff covered. DeAndre needs two over there. So AJ, I saw him score a touchdown. He looks so happy. Like he's having fun. I was like, yep. man, I haven't seen AJ have fun in so long. He was over there. Touchdowns in Cincinnati all seemed angry. Every touchdown they, they was they a, were hard, angry. They were hard to come by. Yeah, every everyone was a spike to the fans or off the field goal post or off the wall. He just seemed so happy scoring this yeah. week. So big apology to AJ Green owners. He definitely is worth. He probably worth a deep stash in a in a in a neutral fantasy league or normal fantasy league. And if he's a dynasty league, you should definitely have him rostered. Absolutely. I I think he's a good player and the talent doesn't go away. He's a good route runner and that's really all you need. Like you said, no double teams, no safety over the top. Just beat your man. Kyler will get you the ball. And when a play breaks down, come back, find the ball, and you'll stack up some points. And still a big body, still a red zone threat. I'd I'd be looking to go pick him up. Definitely. And that's hopefully you should have you all set and ready for week five, which is One somehow last thing, here. Trey Lance. You taking a chance on him? Because I am. You're taking a chance on Trey Lance now? Oh, yeah. Because you, you're not going to get him in two weeks. He's got a tough matchup um, this week. They're playing the Cardinals. Good defense. That's not easy for a guy that's played like two games in two years. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, he hasn't played in a very long time. I, I like his and He didn't look amazing like when arm. he was out there. I think he's – and it might not be right away. Trust me, it might not be this week, but I think in two, three weeks, when you see the talent and you see the glimpses, you're going to be mad you didn't pick the guy up because if he takes that job from Jimmy G or Jimmy G's injury is, you know, worse than we thought, Trey Lance could lead this this Niners team to a playoff run. What? Not I a run. Not, not a run. I have not he that big of a Trey. He could, he could make the playoffs. They have the defense. They have they some definitely weapons. got the defense. They have the offense. I don't know. The only problem is there are four teams in that division that deserve to make the playoffs. Like right now, the the Seahawks, the Niners, the Rams, and the Cardinals are. I'd probably put the 49ers at the bottom of that division. You know. You said take Trey really Lance close. now, huh? You got me thinking about that one. That's... Just, just I mean, one quarterback league is kind of tough, but two quarterback league or a super flex, I definitely look at it. Why is he not? a free agent in your two quarterback league? Nope, he was drafted. <laughs> He probably drafted, yeah. He probably drafted, drafted Jordan Love in your league. <laughs> I drafted him in a, in a super flex league. Um, I'm not going to start him this week over Tannehill, but I'm glad I have him on my roster. Let's just say that. That's all, all they're right, going to do is run. Let's jump into to week five. It's already here. And we get off with a great game tomorrow. Good big one. Big game. Big games. Your boy Russell traveling. Got the Rams. Thursday night football. Night game. No, Russell, in Seattle. In oh, Seattle. in Seattle. You're right. Yep, in Seattle. Home, and that's why – The Pacific Northwest. And that's why I think Russell pulls off the upset. Not only do Both, they need – man, I mean, come They on. need the win, but Stafford needs to go ahead and get put back down and welcome to the division, you know? And I think that's right. I, I agree, but it's also like, uh, all right, Stafford, like this is the game we kind of got you for. We just lost the Cardinals. They're uh, one game up on us in the division. They already beat us. We need to win this game on the road and then take the long week off. If you lose this game, you're looking at three and two. The Seahawks are three and two. Uh, the Niners can get to three and two. So we'll see. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting Thursday night game. I do think 
Seattle might take it, but I don't think the Rams are going to go away that easily. I don't know. Stafford is 0-3 in Seattle. I hear 0-4 coming. All right. This is Russell's division. You can't have a new guy come in here. However, I do think Robert Woods has another good game. I think he did a good game as well from Cooper Cup. DK, I think DK does well. I think Tyler's going to have a show. I think Tyler's going to put on a show for We should get some points. We should get some points and uh, a lot of fantasy value in that game. I think you guys are safe in this game. Let's skip it across the pond to a game where we think there's going to be a lot of points. Falcons, Jets, 9.30 in the morning. Sleeping. We got the Turkish Grand Prix. Oh, there you go. I lost you for a second. No, my headphones died. Ah, first world problems. Uh, the Turkish Grand Prix, yeah, that game's going to be high scoring or just purely awful. Yeah, could be. It awful. might be tough. I'm sorry for the fans in London at uh, Hotspur Stadium. Could be a very tough game, but fantasy wise, you got to love Cordell Patterson. He's a flex start this week after what he just did. He's definitely a flex start. I don't know why you're still starting Kyle Pitts if you're starting Kyle Pitts at this point. I think you should have gone to – he should be on your bench. He's not cuttable. But you should no. definitely hit the waivers and grab the, uh, a Gusecki or not. Dalton like, Schultz, yeah. By this point, you should have Kyle Pitts as a reserve on your bench, should not be starting yet until you find out what he's going to be in this offense. you got to chill on him. I'm still giving Calvin Ridley a shot, still playing him. Yeah, and then as far as the Jets, I think you got a possibility of Michael Carter falling into the end zone. Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, I think are playable uh, in deep leagues. You know, yep. Jameson Crowder looked pretty good on his on his uh, game back, and then Corey Davis, deep threat. He could finally. give you zero. He could, he could give you twenty. No. So Corey Davis is finally here. I'm so happy. He's having a Mike Williams type season. Everyone's waiting for Corey Davis and that speed. Zach Wilson might be the the deep ball thrower they need it. So, good thing for Corey Davis. It's going to be a tough game to watch either way. It's also going to be a tough game for the hometown Lions going to Minnesota playing the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are 1-3, and three, but they're like four plays away from being 3-1, and one, I think. Yes, and I think they may take that out on the Lions as well. Lions did, did Lions kept it close for you kind of again last week with some real heroics. The Vikings are a team that, like, they'll play to their competition. Uh I don't think the Lions are going to win, but again, I do think they're going to be competitive and in the game, at least for a little bit. They'll be competitive. They'll be in That's the game for sure. Definitely their MO. They'll be there. Dan's got these guys playing hard. But if you look at the fantasy matchups on that Detroit Lions team, I'm still I, I don't love yeah. the I don't love the Vikings matchup. I don't love the Jamal Williams or the Flex play right now against Hawkinson, the Vikings. Maybe you can start Hawk or, or Swift right now, but yeah, the Vikings defense is pretty good. You're still starting Jefferson. You're still starting Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Even Kirk Cousins looked pretty good, and that's that a guy you could good. probably start against the Lions. Yes, yes. If you're in a two-quarterback league and, Kirk, and Kirk's been on the bench or regular quarterback league and you've been going back and forth with quarterbacks, I think Kirk's a must-start this week, probably good for 23-plus points. Absolutely. Now, got a question for you, Myron. Next game, Saints at the Washington football team. Can I start the Saints defense? No. No? No. Mm. No, no. I'm I, picking up the, I might be picking up the Steelers defense then. I would definitely pick up the Steelers. They're going to get you sacks and an interception at least and a fumble. Yeah. The Saints, well, the Saints aren't going to get you I'm either worried. of the if, above. If Drew Locke plays, I need to pick him up now. But if Teddy plays, Teddy's pretty pretty good with the ball. You're not scared of – bro, you're not – 
Come on. And I'm I don't know. Gonna, the I'm Saints, not going to. The Saints, the Saints have playmakers. They can find the ball. And Taylor Heineke might have one of those bad games. I am leaning towards getting the, the Steelers right now. But Bro. had to ask the question. I'm not going to insult Teddy Bridgewater on my podcast. I will not do that to Teddy. We're not worried about Teddy Bridgewater. Steelers the, are going to be fine. We can get defense. to the Steelers, but the Steelers have a lot more to be worried about than Teddy Bridgewater. The Steelers' defense, fantasy-wise, will be fine against Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> you will be a happy but camper, we're... I think. Um, I don't think you're touching the Saints' defense this week. Offensively. Or the Saints' offense besides Kamara. Yeah, if it's not AK, I'm not touching a single player on the Saints' offense. I'm ready to fight Marquise Callaway face-to-face if we ever see each other. I'm ready to knuckle up. He is killing me this season. And as far as the football team goes, you, Terry, you, you're starting Gibson, the boys. And then maybe in PPR league, but McKissick. You know, McKissick's involved and he's there. McKissick's my fa- second favorite uh, handcuff right now behind uh, Hines. <laughs> Just two kind of receiving backs that kind of get involved a little bit. So I'm waiting for and McKissick. If they get their, their chance to be the lead back, you know how many points they'll get to. I, yeah, I definitely hear you. And then we got your Patriots and the Texans. This is a defense that you should be targeting. There's the Patriots defense. They're, they're going to face up against the, yeah, tar- uh, the Texans. If they're, if they're on that uh, waiver wire, you better go pick them up right now. Definitely go pick them Davis up. Davis Mills has been pretty prone to turnovers. Patriots defense looked pretty good against a good Bucks team. So, yeah, go get them. Shout out Matt Judon. Yes, Matt Judon balling out for the Patriots. Grand Valley, Laker up. Then we got the Dolphins and the Bucks, which is actually going to be a surprisingly good game, I believe. Dolphins got a pretty solid secondary. Tom didn't play great last week, so he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder as well with a little DP. Yeah, a lot of fancy starts here, a lot of fancy starts. I'm, I'm thinking Godwin bounces back. Uh, Mike Evans is going to have a lot of issues at corner. With with Howard on him, I, I think so. I think this is a big Chris Godwin game, working the middles and the slots. And you should look for a little bit more tight end involvement this week. Don't know who, OJ Howard or Cameron Bray, but one of the two tight ends for the Bucks, I think, will be a lot more involved this week. Yeah, now on the other side of the ball, I mean, they're getting two back next week, so that's pretty exciting. You, you can't start Miles Gaskin right now. And one guy I've been pretty pleasantly surprised with is uh, Jalen Waddle. I think he's been playing pretty good. He's involved in the offense. Uh, his value is only going to go up when Tua comes back. But I don't know. The Miami offense is tough to tough to kind of pinpoint. I, I'm starting Gasecki this week because yeah. I don't know who else they have. And, uh, <laughs> Devontae Parker hasn't been bad. And you assume with Will Fuller heading to the IR that you're going to get more Devontae Parker and Waddle. But – you really just don't know what you're going to get out of the Miami Dolphin offense. Mike Gusecki at this point is the best receiving option. I think he's the only player on the Dolphins that I'm willing to start this week. Packers and the Bengals, hoping Aaron Jones can suit up for that game. He's trap questionable game? right now. Not a trap game because A-Rod is going to beat the living hell out of them, I believe. That's what I think. But some No I, Joe Mixon. I've been hearing no some people that like the Bengals. Yeah, I know people who like a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't like the Bengals going in this week. It's not one of them. Well, you mentioned die. Aaron Jones should should play. Should play. Hoping um, he plays. I need him this week. I'm definitely starting Devontae Adams. I'm not sure on. about Robert Tanyan yet, honestly. He hasn't had a good week since week one. Watch out for Randall Cobb. He might hop back on your rosters in the after everyone picked him up in week one. 
he might yeah, be no, he, he might be another waiver wire pickup that you can look at. On the other side of the ball, with T. Higgins out, Tyler Boyd, I mean, welcome back. Yes. People have been waiting for that game, and Jamar Chase obviously getting all the attention really opened some things up for Tyler Boyd, and he took advantage of it. So I'm starting Tyler Boyd. I don't know because Jair Alexander is going to be on Chase probably. Yes, definitely. Then they got their division opponent, Steelers, Broncos. I'm going to keep it short and pleasant. Steelers is a big game. It's a big game, Steelers. It's a huge game. Um, Fantasy-wise, you're not touching anybody on the Steelers except Najee Harris. Yep. I'd play Deontay Johnson with confidence. I was going to say, you play Deontay Johnson. Somehow he slept my mind. Um, Yes. But, no, I'm not playing Juju. I'm not playing Chase Claypool. Yeah, I know you want to play Claypool in your heart, It hurts to play Najee Harris, though. Like, the fact that I have to roll him out there and watch the guy catch, like, one-yard passes and have four people swarm at him just to, like, fight and get three yards is terrible, man. It's terrible. I saw it twice during that Steelers game. It was fourth and four, and they threw the ball to or behind the line or of scrimmage. behind the line of scrimmage. It's to bad. or behind the line of scrimmage. It's bad. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's – I, I get sad thinking about it. Not starting those guys. For the Broncos, on the other hand – you're not touching those running backs this week. Yes, one is probably bound to fall into the end zone, but that will probably be close to their own yardage. I'm not trusting the receivers. I'm not trusting the running backs. I mean, receivers, you can you can start Cortland Sutton I'm because still of the playing volume. Sutton you can play Fant. Fant you can play Fant, good. but I would stay away from Tim Patrick this week. He's been consistent. He's been good all season, but this is a very tough Steelers defense and they're probably pissed off. And I think they'll probably score most of their points this week defensively. I see a big Steelers defensive week coming up and you see that the Broncos aren't the real deal. Now the the Broncos Steelers is one game kind of like our next game of like, all right, this is going to be really who you are. This is going to show us or tell the league, tell the fans what this team can really be. We got Eagles and Panthers. Eagles have looked really bad. Panthers look good. They they looked okay against the Cowboys. I think we we think the Cowboys are going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, but if you're the Eagles, you have to win that game. And if you're the Panthers, you have to win that game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bigger game for sure for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Yeah. Um, Panthers got a bunch of injuries. You get a new guy like Gilmore. Obviously, congratulations. Their DBs are looking great. But you're going to be not back till week, I think, not seven. Back till week seven. You know, yep. that's probably when home would be back as well, about week seven or eight. So the Panthers, you're not as and you got McCaffrey hurt. So you know, if you're the Panthers, this is not a Might play. gigantic Might game play. for you. Um, yeah, you DJ Moore is DJ Moore is your guy. DJ Moore is so good, you're scared if you're Robbie Anderson owner. Oh, you're not starting Robbie. You can't. Yeah. He's DJ, not he's not involved. DJ is smothering the carry. Sam Darnold is league leading rushing touchdowns. Sam Darnold is what? The league leader in rushing touchdowns. Over running backs, over receivers, every single player in five the and four games. He has the same amount of touchdowns as Trayvon Diggs has interceptions. Shout out to both of them because those are pretty good accomplishments. Well, Sam Darnold is honestly a start. And fantasy leagues. And but on the Eagles side, can you start anyone but Jalen Hurts? No. 
Jalen Hurst is the only start you love what you got from Devontae Smith last week. Absolutely yeah. loved it. If you're if you got some receivers who've been bit by the injury bug last week, Devontae Smith is a hundred percent startable because his floor is gonna be there. Well, Sanders has not looked great. I know nope. they got behind, you know, early against the Chiefs. So it was a lot of Kenneth Gainwell, but I think they're going to try to get Miles Sanders back on track. I just this is a, this is a tough Panthers defense, and they're they're going to be they're going to be ready to play after a loss to the Cowboys. They're still three and one. This would put them at four and one in a tough, you know, NFC South. Yeah. So, yeah, I I see the Panthers actually winning this game. And then you move into the last one o'clock game. The Titans look to rebound uh, re back after the Jags. They can't uh, they lose play to the, the Jets Jags and the Jaguars back to back, right? <laughs> After the Urban Meyer stuff too, like if you're if you're Mike Brabel, like you're not getting on that plane back. <laughs> you're gonna be hanging out with Urban at night if y'all lose. You're staying in Jacksonville. You, you and Urban might as well get a, a hotel together down the street because you can't come back to town, sir. If you lose to the Jags, I got the Titans winning this one. Watch out for the receivers. Don't know uh, Julio and AJ are both still questionable at this time. Probably looking like Julio's gonna play. Um, AJ, maybe not. AJ's leaning to the maybe not side. Not touching the receivers this week because of that. You swayed me last week, and thank you for swaying me for that. Not worth a start. Derrick Henry's definitely the only player this week that I'm starting for the Titans behind Tannehill if you have to. Yeah, I'm starting Tannehill over Derrick Carr this week. I just, I, I understand Derrick Henry is going to run the ball a lot, but that means they're going to get down there and get opportunities. They're not just going to not throw the ball, so. I'm starting Tannehill, hoping he gets me two in the air, maybe one on the ground. We'll see. And then the Jaguars, James Robinson's been consistent at best. So you, you started him, but I don't know if you're starting, starting anyone else. It's getting very touchy after that. Like I said, Titans defense is pretty bad, though. Very bad. And Chark just went out. It's been a nasty week for the Jags. Could have a chip on his shoulder, maybe. You yeah. could look for a guy like LaVisca Chenault. Maybe Marvin Jones finally has his typical fantasy breakout week. You never really know, but there's definitely receptions to be grabbed here. Trevor's got to throw to somebody. Pretty decent 4 o'clock slate. Best game is the first one, Browns and Chargers. That's going to be awesome game. Two completely different offenses. You got the ground and pound with Cleveland. You got the balanced offense with the young gunslinger and Justin Herbert in L.A., I'm excited for this game. I think this is going to be a good test for the Chargers to show if they're legit contenders to, you know, take down the Chiefs. Yes, really big game for both teams. Good for the Browns to make some uh, headway in that division, Um, especially the Steelers keep losing game. It's going to be looking like a Baltimore Raven and Cleveland Brown division. So you definitely want to keep winning these games. But you know who we're playing for the Chargers fantasy-wise. They got starters over there. They almost got Jared Cook forming to become a tight end waiver pickup. You're as well. starting those four top guys, and then if you if you need to play Cook, I don't really see a problem with it. You got to be pretty mad about the Parham touchdown, but Cook got his on Monday night. So yeah, Cook got his Monday night, but the Chargers looking good, uh, fantasy wise. You should feel safe and comfortable with with all those starts. You know, even even though you didn't see the biggest game from Mike Williams last week, aka one fantasy point, I don't see him having that again due to the volume. Um, I, I think he'll be back this week, have a better game. Then we uh, go ahead and look at the Browns. I'm not touching those receivers. Give me both running backs and Baker, though. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about starting Baker, depending on where you're at, but. If you need him. 
Like yeah, because they just run the ball so much. He, he is going to get that little dump off to Kareem Hunt, screen pass, touchdown like he gets every week. But, yeah. oh, he missed that Odell touchdown. I would have won in my work league. Kind of tough that uh, that didn't come through because Odell was wide. Odell needed that. The city needed that. I think this is going to be a tough matchup for the Browns. The Chargers defense is really good. The, they're buzzing right now. And you if they're going to be forced to throw, I think the Browns are going to be in trouble. You starting Odell this week. Not not this week. Four o'clock Bears and Raiders should be ugh, one of those games. A lot of running here. Don't care if Montgomery's not playing. There's still going to be a lot of running. It's going to be a nasty game. The Raiders, if Josh Jacobs is still iffy on that ankle, I'm not really sure what I like over there besides Waller. Hunter Renfro yeah. is a viable flex option this week. Um, I can see Hunter having a big game against the Bears. I agree. I think Renfro is – we talk about floor a lot, and Hunter and for Fro's floor is there. So you can start him. Waller's been up and down, but he's going to get going because they know he needs to be a big part of the offense if they want to, yeah. you know, score as many points as they do. And then you're not going to start Ruggs or Brian Edwards right now. You could maybe start Derek Carr, but it's a tough matchup. And like Joey Bosa said, they Chargers defense kind of knew once they hit Derek Carr a little, a little bit, he's not the same quarterback that we've seen the first three weeks. So. If Khalil Mack and, and the Bears defense can get to Carr, we might be in for a long game on this one. And Khalil is his former teammate. He knows what gets to him. Yeah, definitely. You got the Niners in the cards. If Trey Lance is who you say he is, this could be one hell of a game. It or, could be a coming out party, or it could be a you're a rookie, sit down. This is why he wasn't starting before. But It, it could be a wide receiver day for everybody. It could be a fantasy day for everybody on the Cardinals. I think I think what's going to happen is that Trey Lance is going to see Kyler Murray making plays on the other side, and Trey Lance is going to try to make some plays for his team on his side, and it's just a matter of does he end up making those plays. I think you still start Debo Samuel. You're still starting George Kittle. Uh, you're probably not starting Ayuk, and I don't know about the running backs. Elijah Mitchell should be back, but I, it, I it's a toss-up there, so I don't know if you can start a, a San Francisco running back. And speaking of running back toss-ups, James Conner, Chase Edmonds. James Conner, Chase Edmonds. You know, Chase Edmonds is getting the clear the clear carries. He's winning it by a landslide. But Conner stays in the end zone. Red zone, Conner. I mean, <laughs> he stays in the red zone, and it's worse because you know they got him only for that reason. Yeah. It's for the red zone. So it makes the decision a lot tougher for guys like myself who own both of them. Yeah, you're not to a point where you can really start both of them, but right, not there you yet. Had, if you had to choose one, you're starting uh, Chase. Chase Edmonds. But I, I don't know if if we can see a Connor game without a touchdown, where he's still giving you eight to ten, then you can think about it. But without the touchdowns, he's probably getting you five. So you can't you can't he's start at least that. six. You can't start that. You can't really start James Connor right now, but. You're starting Hopkins. Are you starting A.J. Green? Are you starting Christian Kirk or, or probably not? I'm starting them all. I'm going big on the Cardinals this week. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm starting A.J. Green at the flex spot if you really need it. Like I said, there's some big wide receivers going down this week. So you could be at a spot where A.J. I think is a liable flex option, kind of like an Antonio Brown type player. But you're 100% starting DeAndre. A team that might have turned a bit of a corner, the New York Giants. Going to the Cowboys, uh, that's a that's a tall task for the Giants team. I, I think they're going to be feisty. I think they're going to be competitive. But I, I see the Cowboys winning by probably 10. 
yeah, it's going to be a big game for the Cowboys, and you might be at a spot where you're even starting a guy like Tony Pollard at the flex position this week. It's going to be a lot of volume, a lot of rotation. It's early in the season. Zeke's so a little Zeke, banged up. Zeke's banged up, and they're going to go light on Zeke as much as they can early in the year. They're going to use Tony a lot. Tony, I think, is a viable flex option. you got to hope agree. that C.D. Lamb bounces back this week. And uh, if you're an Amari Cooper owner, you're ecstatic for this matchup. It's going to be a big Amari Cooper day. And if you're the Giants, you're starting Saquon. If Sterling Shepard plays. You're starting Saquon. You're probably starting Sterling Shepard if he plays. No. Two-quarterback league, I got no problem starting Daniel Jones right now. The guy's played good. He's been protecting the ball. So we'll see if he throws a pick to Trayvon Diggs. Can he make it six and five? That's scary if Trayvon gets another pick, and I think he – does get another interception. All right. It's Daniel let's Dimes. See. You got some good takes on this one. Let's, let's see what hits. Daniel Dimes. Sunday night football, we wrap it up. Real quick, shout out Jabril Peppers. One of the most electric coin tosses in NFL regular season overtime history. <laughs> so thank you for entertaining all the fans, Jabril. Needed that. That was amazing. Sunday night football. Prime time, baby. This is going to be a good got? one. What you got here? Bills and Chiefs. I, it's it, it's in Arrowhead, so I, the I really don't order. think I can pick against the Chiefs. But the Bills have looked like the best team in the NFL right now. And I'm going to say this right now. If the Bills win this game, they will be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Because then the – What about week one? The team anomaly. lost to week one. I, honestly, week one between that game and the Saints-Packers game never happened. In my mind, I can't. I can't, I can't see it. So if the Bills win this game, the AFC is going to run through Buffalo. And that's the last thing everyone in this AFC wants. You do not want to go to Buffalo in the cold with that crowd. No, sir. So you don't want, you don't want to be Bills Mafia. You don't want to be there. I, I think if the Bills get that one bye, because it, again, it's only one bye now, they'll nope. be, they'll be going to the Super Bowl. And that's going to be scary. You're starting probably everyone in this game. I was going to say, only options, only places you're looking at as far as the Bills is, which running back do you choose? I think you get it. I think Zach Moss is the guy you go with this game for sure against the Chiefs. But Singletary has the floor. Singletary has the floor. Singletary has the floor, but Zach Moss appears to be more involved in the offense. Yeah, he's a little bit more, you know, uh, red zone threat. He's a little bit more explosive down there, so – I'm probably starting Emmanuel Sanders, though, this game, too. Yeah, I, I'm starting both receivers for the Chiefs. I, I, I think they're both options. I'm not going as far as starting Cole Beasley right now. But Dawson um, Knox is worth the start. But Dawson Knox is definitely worth the start as far as same as the other tight end on the other side of the ball. Obviously, Travis Kelsey. And Obviously, Hill. but are we getting some uh, Josh Gordon? I think you not, get some I'm Josh not Gordon. Starting. You're, not, you're not starting him. But are, are we going to see what you, you as a – you get Josh a Josh Gordon, Gordon touchdown. You get a Josh Gordon touchdown this week. If Josh uh, Gordon suits up, which they say he is, you get yourself a Josh Gordon touchdown for the first time since 2019. Okay. We'll see. Patrick Mahomes. A lot Mahomes, of competition I mean, over there. You're, you're, not, you're not going to the, the lengths of starting Nicole Hardman or Demarcus Robinson, but if I'm a betting man, I might, I might throw some money on one of those guys to score the first touchdown because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's gonna be a shootout, dude. Josh is gonna score. You still, I'm starting Clyde Edwards for later this week. He's gonna be fine, yeah. um, because of it being a shootout. 
I think the Chiefs could be down at one point in this game, and they're going to get from passing from behind. They so usually are. They're usually down like 10, one. and then you look away, you look back, and they're up like three. Oh, yep. And then wrap it up, Monday Night Football. Sneaky. Sneaky game. I think the Colts Sneaky. Uh, going to Baltimore, so tough task for them. But I don't know. The Colts team needs a win. They can't really fall to one and four right now. No, and as much as I want – everything in my soul for the Ravens to lose this game. I don't see it happening. And fantasy-wise, you got to love what you've been getting from Hollywood Brown. He's making he's the case. He's like a number one receiver. He's making the case for a wide receiver one lately. Obviously, a couple of drops against Detroit, or he would have had a monster game. You're obviously starting him again this week, going into a coast, a good defensive team, but I'm confident starting at least Hollywood Brown, still starting Mark Andrews. Um, but I probably avoid too. the backfield if you don't have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's tough starting Latavius Murray, too. That's very tough. Now, on the other side, game. Colts got Jonathan Taylor, who's finally had, you know, his not breakout game because he had, I think, 19 half PPR fantasy points. But he looked he looked like Jonathan Taylor that you drafted. So yeah. you got to hope you can get that again. Uh, and now the receivers, I mean – Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman Jr. this week. He's looked like the Colts' number one receiver. He's Carson Wentz's favorite target right now. And what about like a guy like Campbell or Pascal? I think you're reaching this week if you're starting a guy like Campbell. Pascal doesn't have the targets that you want, but he assumes but, to be a red zone touchdown monster at the, uh, lately. So a boomer bust at a flex position, I think, for a guy like Pascal. And Hines is a possible start. Hines is honestly a possible yeah. start. This isn't the ideal matchup to break out that start for Hines against the Baltimore Ravens defense. No. You really want to save him, but he has not looked bad. And it wouldn't hurt to start a guy like Hines this week, but hopefully you got some other options. Now, real quick on the Ravens, uh, I want you to call Bush League or no on the Ravens going for the run on the last play of the game to get the 100-yard tie the record of the Steelers for 43 straight games or 42, whatever it is, of 100 yards rushing. I uh, play I Madden. You got to do that. Against it. I play Madden too much. You got to do that. That's a, that's a must. If you don't like it, stop me from getting it. Shout out Adam Thielen for the custom Norm McDonald, Turd Ferguson, Cleats. Uh, one of the best SNL sketches, Celebrity Jeopardy. Norm McDonald, like we talked about, already Western a legend, piece. but... Adam Thielen, great, like great cleats. Great cleats, they're beautiful. Look good, low key with the Vikings yellow in it too. Oh, Look yeah. real nice. So those are the cleats of the week. Y'all stay tuned. It's gonna be a heck of a week five. Somehow we are five weeks through football already. I don't know how, but it happened. Sports talking. We talking about something. I'm thinking Brady to play in the Jeter fuse with Boston. Now that Kobe retired, I'm thinking Kobe for office also.